Diane, I'm listening to a podcast, Black Lodge Trivia Night. I've never heard so many game aspirations in my life. Matt, how is your asshole tattoo doing? Oh, it's great. And thank you and welcome to Black Lodge Trivia Night. I did, in fact, get a tattoo today. I'm very jazzed about it. And of course, there is some Twin Peaks love on it. And if you're here for Twin Peaks Love, you're in the right spot. And if you're here for Pathfinder 2nd Edition, conveniently, you're also in the right spot. We serve a very niche crowd <laughs> of Pathfinder yes. Twin Peaks fans. And you're wondering, why is Matt holding a candle a lighter? And that's because it's candle time, baby. Is it, is it time? There we go. This is a new one. Well, it's not new. We just hadn't burned it before. I think they're still on a break, so... Again, in no way are we affiliated other than just being passionate fans. And this scent ladies and gentlemen, is You've Got Red on You from one of my favorite movies, Shaun of the Dead. Nice. nice. So w- with the lighting and the candles and, and fall is literally right around the corner, is it starting to cool off where you guys are? Or? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. It's nice. And what, is, what does cool even mean in, yeah. in, in Georgia? Does that... Uh, it's been 80s instead of 100. It's nice. been Very nice. It's been quite... It's been like 55 in the morning, actually, which oh, has nice. been... Very nice. Really fucking nice, actually. I've been driving with the windows down everywhere. Nice. So, I've been down yeah. I-95 with your shirt off because it feels nice. <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> so many nice trees. So many nice trees. Yeah. Uh, this like this season... Uh, yep. What's that? Uh, just more Hulk Hogan pulls. Please oh, nice. proceed. No, no, no. I was just gonna say this is a. Uh, I, I, this is the time of year when I come into my element. I'm. You can't tell. Like I'm dressed like a total slob, but like, like the Bill Belichick semi-formal collections back. Yes, um, excellent. So we just are the most basic, comfortable. Yeah, we are basic bitches. As <laughs> nice. I drink from my mom juice uh, wine glass tonight. <laughs> oh, what nice. are you? Are you having tea? Yeah, I'm having tonight? wine, but uh, no, no, no. But a little mommy juice. Oh, but yeah, juice. we like fall. We like yes. RPGs. Before we, we start do. playing some Pathfinder tonight, I assume one of you has trivia. I do if we need it. Yeah, we you're, are. You're, we, you're I think we need die. it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Are you guys ready? Always ready. One of the most popular characters on the show Twin Peaks was the character of the Log Lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. But the Log Lady is a person, people, and she had a name. The question is, what was her first name? And for bonus points, her last name, if you happen to know it. I'm not going to remember this. There's no way. I think I've heard it before, but nope, I've got nothing. What about you, Patrick? Isn't it like Candace or something? It's something very normal-ish. That's my final answer is Candace. If it's not it, it's Linebacker. And if that's not it, it's Star Trek. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so uh, Matt, did you want to sort of talk through or is it not? Nope, nope. Uh, Okay, so yeah, her first name was Log. Uh, no, her first name was <laughs> Margaret, <laughs> and her last name, according to what I was able to do research on, was Lanterman. So Margaret Lanterman okay. is the, nice. I think, the character's name of the Log Lady. I don't think it's the actress's name. Um, I think that's the character's name. So Log Lady, I think, is Margaret Lanterman. Very good. I do have a Twin Peaks story to share, but if, if you'll permit, before we dive into... Uh... Sure. Underneath Otari. Uh, so I got my tattoo today. And how the artist operated is she came up with this amazing sketch. But I didn't get to see it beforehand. We made some adjustments. And the biggest adjustment is I said, hey, everything looks really, really good. Except for that owl on the coffee mug. I said, that's supposed to be the Twin Peaks owl. And she goes, oh, I thought you said Hooters owl. 
<laughs> and so the first the first go with the tattoo was on this coffee mug was the Hooters owl. But the more I think about it is one, where did she get Hooters? Like one, I, I like sure I've 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 eaten some chicken wings in my day, but I'm not like a Hooters aficionado. I don't have any Hooters trivia. But like was her thought process like Twin Peaks, Twin Peaks the restaurant, that's like Hooters. I bet he meant the Hooters owl. <laughs> Anyways, I was like, Yeah, wow. let's let's change that. I'm no, I don't want the Hooters owl tattooed on my body. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> I'll get the Twin Peaks L. Please and thank you. Yeah. Um so I, I've never I've never had a tattoo. Is it yep. a is it a painful experience? Is, I know it's a basic question, but No, it's like where I got it, it wasn't too bad. Like on your okay. butt cheeks, it's it's fine. Uh nice. yes. <laughs> no, it was it was just the does the starfish wink at you or like what is the what does the tattoo do? Depends on the time of evening, Patrick. <laughs> How many of those coffees have you had? You're right. Um, it, no, I don't think it did. The thing that kind of hurt was like the shading because I did some of the okay. shading after the line work, and then oh, she was okay. so she was going like e -e 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 -e, over like sensitive areas. Mm. And after about like thirty minutes of that, I was like, yeah, anytime we're done. So I'll go back for coloring and stuff, but by okay. then it'll be okay. all healed up and no big deal. So I didn't think nice. it was that bad. Very really nice. proud that you're getting your asshole colored. Really proud of you. It's called bleached. Yeah. Well, oh, no, that, I, you no, know no. what? What I'm not. Oh, maybe maybe it is getting. What color did you pick? Uh, teal. Nice. Oh, nice. Does that show under a black light? I was about to say, is that like when you eat blue ice? Never mind. I'll stop. All right, folks. Uh, welcome to Pathfinder <laughs> Second Edition. We are an RPG Twin Peaks podcast. All right, barely, barely, barely. All right, shall we get shall we get down to business? Absolutely. Hey, I see some justice tea happening. Oh. Yes. Uh, you can't tell. The t-shirt I'm wearing is from the lobster pot, but it's underneath my uh, Bill Belichick semi-formal collection. Is that, so. is that why your shirt's crinkling on, on camera? I'm sorry. I'm stop. I'll stop, guys. I'm sorry. All right. So Menace Under Otari. Let's I think we were fighting on. skeletons. Poorly. You, you did. Very. And you had dispatched all the skeletons and one zombie, I believe. Nice. Uh, without revealing their weaknesses or uh, resistances, which was interesting. But, yes. So, we find ourselves underneath the Otari fishery. You continue your journey into the darkness, and you seem to stumble upon this forgotten crypt. You had just, just dispatched some nasty little skeletons, and in the middle of the room, there is a, a raised platform with the stone sarcophagus. What would you like to do? Hmm. I mean, I'm going to take a look at the sarcophagus, I think. Yeah. I just want to verify, are, is the room clear? Yeah, there's other, like, skeletons and stuff. Um, okay. But they're, like, not reacting or, like, reassembling themselves or anything like that. But uh, you get the feeling that the room is safe right now, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I I, I wholeheartedly support uh, Patrick's. Yeah, okay, good. Um yeah, so you find you find a couple things around the room. Oh, nice. I, I think, can you see the... It was there briefly. It was, yes, there we go. Okay. So you should be able to open up that, and you find a couple interesting things. Uh, you find a shield, and it is polished, and it's carved to look like a roaring lion. Neat. Hmm. Oh, wow. Sweet. Um, so definitely due to its fine artisanry, you think you could probably get some money for it. And there's also this torch in the room, uh, and it's emitting this blue flame across the room. 
Interesting. Okay. Uh, well, let's... Um, I guess we should take the... Do you care who takes it, Patrick? Do you want to hold on to anything? Do you want I think torch? you're the one, if I remember correctly, you're the one who doesn't have dark vision. So you should probably That's take true. the torch. I think we put our good, our crappy torch out. You take the blue torch. And uh, I'll okay. take the shield if you That's don't what I'd say. Do you want to grab the shield? Yeah, I like shields. There we go. Yeah. yeah. So what's interesting about the torch is although it's looking like, it looks like fire, this blue fire, as you, as you wave your hand over it, um, there's no heat being emitted and you wave it back and forth. You know, you're like whipping it back and forth, trying to get it to fade, but the, the light does not fade and it, hmm. it seems to not extinguish even after you try it. But now you have the torch. Okay. So I need to, um, not do that. I need to held one hand. I need to, I guess, warn and then move this to my backpack. Uh, okay, and then make sure that I have it ready to go, because I need to. Did you? Are you like? Are you still holding the 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 blue torch out? I think I am. Yeah, it looks like the the light is now. So I think the light came back for you guys. Yeah, and it's and it's not it's not hot. You said correct. Like it doesn't emit right. heat. I was like, I was going to say, like, can I, I'll just like put my hand, like, I'll like get it closer slowly just to see if like I can put my hand in the fire. Yeah. You even clasp your hand around it and hold it there. And as you remove your hand, the flame comes back and it, it still is unextinguished and, and you feel no nice. heat. Okay. That is very, very cool. We should get a hat for it in case we need to put the flight out. Well, you do not get a hat, but you do get <laughs> each get a hundred experience because I don't think we nice. marked that last time. Oh, nice! Very nice. Oh, you cool. know what? There is a skeleton guard here, but uh, that's it's two on one. By. Let's just let's just yeah. Hand wave, hand that's wave. You guys, you guys got him. Good job. <laughs> um, I think if we're kind of while we're kind of in here, I'm not going to do the Dark Souls thing where we keep our potions until the last boss and then still don't use them. I'm going to okay. pop a uh, health potion. So I believe you can treat wounds on yourself if you want. And you have oh. not done that against yourself. Okay. I you may want to pull that up and double check that you can use it on yourself. On but... Let's see. Where's my skills? There's my exploration. Treat wounds. Oh, you can do yourself. Yeah. So you're just limited to once an hour until you improve upon that. So... All right, Might as well so, use it, I think. Yeah, I will attempt to complete open heart surgery on myself. That's <laughs> uh, a medicine check, I believe. Yep. Do do do. Oh. Oh shit! Are the dice finally going to turn? I doubt it. So that's a quadruple bypass for everybody watching <laughs> or listening. That is a success. There doesn't have oh a critical success. Four d eight hit points. Wow. Fuck yeah! Wow. So let me let me roll them forty-eight. Holy. Wow, nice. Let me reheal the fifteen that I just rolled there. You just reach into your own chest cavity and start <laughs> massaging the heart. Kalema, <laughs> Kalema. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Cool. Very nice. I'm at, I'm at max health. 
Very good. Yeah, it looks like you guys are topped off. Art's got a blue flame being emitted, and That's right. oh, I've got the shield on. I'm going to put the shield on my on my arm, so it probably oh, nice. probably bites my arm off or something. No, hmm. no, just a okay, good. good. I'm, I'm moving you guys out to the main uh, hallway here, and close the wrong thing. Yeah, so the other direction you did not venture into last time just leads deeper into the uh the underground area here okay i assume okay. You, you press on indeed yeah if you if you unpause it we will oh my bad mm-hmm. it is your bad you can now <laughs> move forward la, 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 la. so I, I are we i guess you know patrick just to establish a basic are we just going forward? Are we trying to stay quiet or are we trying to? I think to... we had, we had both chosen kind of a different way. You were, I was going cautiously and you were going stealthily. If I remember mm-hmm. correctly last yep. time. Okay. I, I'm going to continue going cautiously. I don't do stealth. Um, okay. I've got my, I'm going to have my Warhammer out and my shield in, in one, uh, arm each. So, okay. Um, yeah. So I'll, and I'll take point if you want me to art. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I'll be in the rear with the torch, lighting the way, and uh, you're the human, the the shield. Yeah. Well, don't don't. I know. I just don't I mean, don't insult me by calling me human. Okay, so <laughs> a human shield. Yes, that was uh, so. There, so it looks like there's a T intersection here. Can I poke my head around the corner there, Matt? Yeah. So you, as you poke your head around the corner, you see that, it, and it's a little hard to see, but since since you notice it, about ten feet off the ground, there is a door. And it looks with some reasonable effort that you'd be able to scale up this ledge if you wanted to. I'll turn back. Uh, Eldrin, do you want to uh, do you want to go up there, Eldrin? Give me a boost. All right, I'll hold the shield. She, I'll, I'll put the, the shield up like on my head or whatever so he can hop on my shield and use me as a stool. Nice. And I'll say after the boost that it's you make it up uh, with ease. And you step up here. Don't leave me down here. And if you want, I think you can open this door. Uh, I'll look at Eldrin. After you, the number of times I've opened one of these doors and been shot in the face with a <laughs> bolt. All right. So, yeah, I popped the door. The ancient wooden door creaks open on rusty hinges. Let me get the ambiance going. <gasps> oh. Forgot. Oh, hell. Opens on its rusty hinges, revealing a rune chamber. Mold and rot stain every surface. On the far side of the room is a stone statue of a giant squid. Its tentacles reach toward an altar in the center of the chamber. The scum covers almost everything, but it hasn't touched the silver bowl sitting atop the the stone altar. The water in the bowl is perfectly clear. Uh, why don't you both go ahead and give me a religion check? Nice. Oh, interesting. Okay. It's a nine from me, I believe. Yep. Fifteen. Nice. Eldrin, you're able to identify this as a shrine dedicated to Gazra, 
the god of nature and the fury of the ocean. Hmm. Hmm. I like that we're starting to incorporate the larger lore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I guess, would I... Can I do like a... Because I don't remember everything. Can I do like a knowledge check if I remember anything about that religion or that god? Yeah, uh, well... Or let's say, yeah, since you're able to, to identify the shrine. Okay. Um, so Gazra is an, an ancient deity, and he's kind of a dual deity. He is both the nature god of nature mm-hmm. and uh, particularly storm and sky, and then also a goddess of wave and surf. Okay. Um. Would I, so I have a fairly high, and this might be a stretch, a fairly high society just from my time in, uh, I almost just said Ascalum, um, the big city. Um, would I, would I remember off of that any, any particular like group of people that Mm. were, that were worshipers of this deity? Um... Are the baddies here? Are they in this I mean, room? I would say that as far as the the piece of Gazra, the mm-hmm. goddess piece of the wave and the surf, many sailors and navigators trust in and, and pray to Gazra. Okay. Also, in places wherever nature is important. So, you know, one of our above table, one of our goals, one of my goals is to get to the Mwangi expanse. Gazra is mm-hmm. important there, just in the uh, in terms of nature, but um, Godra's not like uh, largely kind of stays neutral unless someone messes with them. Um, okay. But does have a a reputation for being fickle. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Let's go take shit. Yeah, I'm not going to touch that bowl. That's not <laughs> like I, as a doctor. Uh, like if you start moving towards that, I'm going to put. I'm going to put my shield like over your chest and be like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> we don't, well, we don't. The last time we messed with somebody's temple. Uh, okay. So let's, um, yeah, let's, I, I'm going to, I'm going to cautiously enter the room. Okay. So you just kind of looking around and. Yeah. And I'm keeping a close eye on that bowl. Okay. And and to the behind the bowl, it, the bowl sort of yeah, it's on like this you know altar of sorts. And um, the statue does it look just like like a stone carving kind of statue yeah. behind it? Yeah, okay, uh, a, a giant squid. And and maybe it's not too unfamiliar for uh, a shrine, a okay. particularly a uh, an ocean shrine. Uh, okay, for Gazra. So I I am going to. <laughs> okay, Patrick. I I heard what you said about mm-hmm. the bowl, but now I'm going to approach the bowl. <laughs> Eldrin, I had like three partners before you, and they were all crushed by falling things when they touched something. <laughs> um, is this one of those the common theme of all your dysfunctional relationships? Is you like dead partners? Or... <laughs> Am I the one who steps on the on the on the trigger? Usually, right. <laughs> um, so. I'm I'm not going to touch the bowl. Okay. But is it is it full? Is it uh carrying It is full. 
and it's okay. it also appears to be pure and, and clean. I guess I don't know if you'd be able to ascertain that it's pure, but it looks clean, very clean. Okay, so it's not some like well, I guess it, it would have evaporated, so it has to be relatively recent. Um, well, going... recent or rooted magic. magic. Yeah. Um, and you know what? We're we're in a beginner. Uh, box. So why not? This is as good a time as any to remind both of you, and I've added it to your exploration actions. Oh, uh, yes. that you can detect magic. Oh, you know it's so stupid. I just realized there's exploration and downtime tabs on the uh, actions. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, at some point we should like really populate those in because it's a good reminder to see like what you can do. But uh, yeah. detect magic. That's that's certainly something you can do if you want. Yeah, I'd give it a shot. You detect the torch. Damn it. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so do I... Yeah, no, I think it's just an action. Like, you're moving... Oh, yes. You're moving slower. And so, um, Patrick, Doc was moving slower and on the lookout of things. Mm -hmm. And what, what he is able to kind of pick up is that there is certainly a sense of magic in the chamber. And actually, that might be a spell now that I mention that. You may not have that. I'll have to look into that. But let's just say you do for now, and we'll we'll look into um we'll look into that. But yeah, you're able to. There's definitely some kind of magic presence here in the room. Okay. Um. Does the magic light seem to reveal anything about the magic water, or is it just nope. not that kind of? Nope. Okay. Okay. Um, well, uh, <laughs> and I turned. I'm like, listen, Kristoff, I, I really want to touch that water. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just gonna shake my head. I'm gonna shake my head. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 Um, what if I? Can I? Can Can I try and recall knowledge on this? I'm just looking through. There's investigate as another explore action. Uh, with a recall knowledge, like can I recall knowledge with occultism? Is that a thing that you can do? Yeah, yeah, you can recall knowledge in a bunch of different ways, mm -hmm. and um, but I I just don't. There's no. You're not recalling anything relevant. Okay. Like, there's nothing in what you know of the lore of Gajra of of, of anything like this. Okay. So, Matt, I'm going to put something in the chat. Uh, this is one of my skill feats. Okay. Oddity identification. And I have a sense for spells that twist minds or reveal secrets. Um, so I guess, could I detect if this had some kind of, like, if you drink that you become possessed or you touch the water? It is that what it's sort of trying to indicate there? Like, I can... I like that. Uh, sure. Let's do it. I like okay, it. yeah, I, let's see. General, you have a sense for spell. Uh, so you gain a plus two circumstance bonus to occultism check. So I guess I would do an occultism check with a plus two. Is that sort of the basic mechanic? And it sort of reveals if uh, there's some kind of mind control or mind mental element to this. Right, right. Magic. Okay. Uh, so what I'm going to do, yeah, I'm going to that. And now I also need to add... 
another modifier. What's my circumstance bonus of plus one? Why do I have that? Um, but I need to do another. Is it not letting me? Can I make that a two? Okay. So you should just be able to roll a cultism like you're recalling. It either identify magic or um, recall knowledge, either one. Okay, yeah, I was trying to do a skill check of occultism, but I was trying to figure out how to do the plus two. Um, but here we go. All right. Um, yeah, I don't... You you it, sense it, a spell, but you're not able to kind of ascertain what it does. That's what I'll say. That makes sense. Okay. Uh... <laughs> uh. But Christoph, don't you want to know? I mean, we are investigators. Nope. We are. I am an investigator. We. This is. You know, this room is down here. It was behind a locked door. It's off the main path. We probably. Yes. We probably should just leave this alone. Oh, Otherwise, point of order: the door was unlocked. But okay. Well, but it was know, up a hill. Which yeah, is a lot for short people. It is. It is. It's you, you Such know we're, we're we're built for for sprinting. Um, yeah. So like. You know, I don't see any fish in here. I don't smell any fish in here. Like, this is, you know, I mean, I can't stop you. I won't stop you if you if you drink it. But I will say I told you so if I have to take you to a cleric. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so with, with the with the appeal to we've got a job to do. Mm-hmm. Don't take your eye off the prize. We have a bar tab to pay. I pull back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. And um, Matt is tearing up all of his paperwork from. It's all digital. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And um, I'll I'll uh, I'll hold your hand as you go down the uh go down the thing, and I'll follow you. All right. You know what? Just for flavor. Okay, so I I don't go ass backwards over <laughs> the hill, but uh, maybe it's not the prettiest dismount. Let's say that. Very good. Okay. It's it's only ten feet, so. Okay, I'll just. Oh. Hop. Yeah. Okay. Am I taking the lead again? Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll resume that marching order. Where it this looks very tight. This thing that I'm Ooh, standing in front whoa. of. Something is triggering that all on its own. Hmm? Like the module's doing that on its own. Doing what? You don't hear that? Nope. Uh, make sure you turn up the. Uh, yeah, turn your volume up. That's wild. It's doing it all on its own. That's crazy. So for the listeners, uh, I don't know how this is actually being used. Oh, but... it's only if I'm clicked on you. By the way, this is yes, amazing. Uh, so what I'm guessing is that one of the great things about Foundry is that you can set, you can set like localized sounds. And then if you get certain mods, one is, I think, Monk's Active Tiles. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's, but you can actually set triggers so that when a person steps on a certain part of the map, a million different things can happen. One of them is play a sound here. It might just be, you get to a certain area, you become in range of the, the sound well, I'm. Uh, I, if you can't hear that, 
I'm definitely holding my hand up and like, there's something in here. I am mind blown. I'm so sorry to interrupt. I am mind blown. Mm -hmm. I click on your tokens and this noise that I don't hear as the GM is triggering and it's all just automatic. I, I know you just explained it, but holy yeah. shit. Well, one way you can check is if you look on the left. Yeah. Uh, I don't have the full bars, but one oh, of them might I be see a you. note. Yep, yep. And then I, yep. that will indicate. Oh, you know, the, there's more. The <laughs> um, yeah, I've okay. spent a lot of time putting together maps, and the, it can do so much. Which is when we talk about like, oh, it's going to be so exciting to try alchemy. Oh, hold on. I want to. I want to check something. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. We'll, we'll come right back down here. But let me <laughs> let me put you guys up here. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. Oh, wait. Did I just hear something? I'm hearing There's water. There's water bubbling. Yeah. Okay. So you, I don't think you guys stepped far enough in the room, but there was one right. that triggered in here. Very Interesting. cool. Okay. Now, can you tell? Is it just a localized sound, or does it seem to have a mechanism to trigger it when you step on a certain... Uh, it's a range thing. Um, Got it. Okay. Is, okay. is what it looks normal. like. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I see the range on like all of them now. Like Some of them, you have to be right up next to them, or is where you've just stepped now. As you step into this storeroom, let me back right up here. And that's and that's what I was about to say about alchemy is that like it's going to be interesting to try, but there's just so much that Foundry can do that it's, uh, it's kind of nuts. And the fact that they do all this for you, and I should yes. mention the breaking news tonight that we all kind of knew was going to happen is that Kingmaker has been announced. Yes, for Foundry. Nice. Wow, uh, I got to make sure that comes over in the the recording because it, it's kind of a cool sound effect. Anyways, this large room looks like it was once a storeroom for the fishery above. At the far side, you can make out what might have been a a cell or a cage or something at one point, but now it's full of crates and barrels. Four lizard-like creatures, the size of human children, are clustered around the door, trying to pry it open. Ooh. Oi. Sorry, Patrick, are you drawing their attention with an oi? <laughs> yes. Uh, you are? That was yep. not an above okay. the table oi. No, no, okay. that was it. Oi. All right, roll initiative. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Uh, here we go. Initiative. This is why I'm... Sidebar, I've been getting a bunch of Warhammer stuff. Foundry is the official VTT of Warhammer. Uh -huh. I'm mm -hmm. really curious to see what, like the official VTT of Warhammer can do with its adventures someday. Yeah. yeah. Pathfinder also, and, and I'll let you cover Pathfinder because I think it's also the official, but yeah. All right. Very good. Okay. Uh, Patrick, yeah. So they turn. Yeah. And uh, hmm. although their attention was, was drawn to this, this storeroom, now their attention... Um, is now on you. And they turn around and they snarl and then they they move forward uh, looking like they're about to attack you. Alright. And I assume I'm first up. So, great. This was great. This was a great plan. Um, okay. Um, so we got three actions. Uh, I am going to devise a strategy with my first one. So that's an intelligence roll to see if I can not fuck this up beyond all reason. Okay. So I think when you do the Devise a stratagem. You make it like one of the targets. Oh, I'll uh, snag this one here. Okay. All right, and 
So let me do my intelligence, and I get my intelligence modifier on that too, I believe. Let's see. Hold on. I'm having technical difficulties here, per usual. Oh my god. Where is just my role for this? See, you guys are all... Never mind. This is a topic for another time. Um, Matt, what am I rolling for this? You just roll a d20. Okay, thank you. And then when you... You then add your intelligence to that. Gotcha. So I've got a, a 15 on this with that. Okay. Nice. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, I'll... I'll I'm going to get up. Is this is this rubble over here? Is that like difficult terrain to get up it on? It would be. Yeah. Yep. All right. So that's what? Two actions to get up there? Um, Let me double check. Like you could go around it or if you go through it. It's like a higher elevation. I'm trying to get higher up in the room. Oh, okay. I can. So I'm good to go. Although does that device a stratagem only last one round? I think yeah. it does. Yeah. It's like a one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll, uh, I will move, I'll move and swing my hammer at him, I guess. Yeah, so uh, if you go over the difficult terrain, it's an extra five feet of movement. Okay. I've got 20 feet of movement, I just moved 10 right there, so. Okay. I'll, I'll bellow, you know, uh, do my Sherlock Holmes thing where I see this guy turning, and I'll be like, ah, yes, attack his knee, and then uppercut into his face, and then knock him into the wall, kind of thing. Okay. Um, and I'll attack using that 15 very good so do i need to roll anything or because i got that 15 uh let's see so you would be uh strike plus four so mm -hmm. that'd be a 19 mm -hmm. let me just uh yeah uh so that's gonna hit and okay. then you can roll damage just regular damage nice 11 all right. Uh, yeah. Let let me just make sure he doesn't have. Ba, 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 ba. Any weaknesses or stuff like that? Okay. Um, yeah. Tell me how you dispatch him. Yeah. Just like I said, I think I'll the the slow motion Sherlock Holmes thing where I come up and I like bash into his knee with my with my shield and then like uppercut with my hammer into the and push him into the wall with that, you know, slow-mo, and then it, it speeds up to real-mo. There we go. Uh, very good. Okay. So the other Cobalt Warrior will kind of take this opportunity to get behind you here. Okay. And once he's behind you, uh, that will make you flat-footed. That's fine. Do, 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 which will decrease your armor class. And he will attempt to strike you with his spear. So he flanks around behind you, and he stabs at you, and he misses. Nice. And he he rears back, and he and he tries again. Okay. Ooh, nice. Ooh, oh, wow. Nice uh, and that'll be a hit. Oh, nice. Wrong. There, I did it right. You Knock. 
Yeah. So as your as your attention are, are on the one directly in front of you, and then the two to your left and right, this this other one kind of skitters behind you and takes the opportunity to use that to his advantage and uh, stab stabs you. Okay, he is done. Uh, this one next to you, seeing that you're already kind of outmaneuvered, he will he'll stay put. Um, he will take a stab at you. Mm-hmm. Ooh, nice, 19. slimy nude bastards. Oh, good, good. <laughs> Uh, and he, he stabbed you for for nine damage. So these things are these things are crafty little buggers. Uh, you, you feel confident against them; they're, they're short and stuff. But all of a sudden, you're, you're getting swarmed by them. And so then he he takes his spear, he thrusts it into you, and he he rears back and he throws it at Eldrin. Does not hit. No, I just move my head out of the way. It goes flying by and. Now I'm pissed. And he, realizing that he just threw threw his weapon, <laughs> he does what's called a, a hurried retreat. And basically, um, he gets to kind of move away. Um, it'll kind of, kind of hide behind okay. the wall here. Uh, that'll leave this one up next. And he will... S- Stab it, Patrick. Hey, that's what it's here for. Now, yeah. technically speaking, is he still flat-footed or no? He is not flat-footed. You're okay. right. At 21, we'll still hit, though. Yeah. Well, I will enjoy rolling up a new character. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, so I, now we got to get real familiar with uh, with death and dying Good. Good. here. Because... Uh, Patrick, you are knocked out. Yes. Good. Um, so you gain dying. You don't gain dying one. Um, at the start of your turn, you'll do a recovery check. Okay. Um, if you get HP back, you will obviously uh, recover. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it starts. It's a flat check. It's just a DC 10. Okay. Um, yep. Do, so there's a button for the disco- recovery check, but I okay, cannot yep. not click your. It. Well, it's not your turn, so we'll come around to that. That would make sense. Okay, right. Art, it is Eldrin's turn. Okay, so time to get flashy. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to stride. That'll be my first uh, thing. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to use the torch. Okay. I'm hoping it doesn't realize that this torch doesn't generate heat. Okay. And so what I'm going to hope to do is use it as a distraction. Like he's worried about getting scorched or burned, or maybe I'm putting it right towards his eyes to partly blind him. And that's sort of the, the, the flare so I can come around with my rapier where from where he can't really pay attention he's he's paying attention to the torch and he doesn't see the the rapier coming in the other hand that's my hope okay all right uh so and now i completely forgot how to do my special thing 
Uh, that is called Goading Faint. And let me just double check. Uh, when you trick a foe, blah, 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 on a faint, um, a faint is a deception check. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. 15 uh, plus 6 is a 21. Yeah, you, you get him. Okay. Uh, so um, he becomes, whoops, moved Patrick on accident. So uh, he becomes so flat-footed. Yep, and then he also gets a minus two circumstance penalty to its next attack roll against me before the end of its next turn. If nice, if, the, if it comes okay. after me. Okay, and you got your panache. Um, I got my panache. So now I'm gonna do a, a stab. Uh, for a second action. Okay. And Are you going for the finishing blow? I am. Yes. Nice. So here we go. Oh, look at that. It was 15. there. Uh, 15. Oh, I don't think you had it targeted. A 15 oh, hits crap. because it's uh, it's flat-footed. 15 gets it. Nice. Okay. Uh, and damage. Here we go. 10. Nice. Okay. So you distract him, and you come in, and uh, what does your, your killing blow look like here? Uh, yeah, so he's – maybe as I, I put the torch to him, he puts his – you know, his hand up to block it. And then, you know, as he tries to suddenly realize, oh yeah, I've lost track. He pulls his hand down and my, my rapier is coming right for him. And it goes right in and it drops him. Nice. Very good. So sort of like the last thing he sees is like the rapier right about to stab. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Uh, Patrick, around the dock, what's he doing? Well, I guess he's unconscious, so. Yep. <laughs> so now would he be doing his... Uh... Yeah, so now you do the recovery check. All right, so the button is still not available for me. Why not? Okay, no, it's just a flat check, so roll d20. So a flat check just means it's d20. It's not modified by anything, uh, and you want... And so you turn your dying, a flat check, a dc10 plus your dying. So, yeah, you're good. A success. Um, if you had dying value, it'd be reduced by one, okay. um, but you are uh, still uh, unconscious. And that's uh, no, no HP back on that one, right? Right. Okay. By the way, I right-clicked myself and made myself unconscious, which did a whole bunch of other wacky shit, and like, it took all of my sight away on my that. character. Oh, it's so mm, cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I dropped my Warhammer. Oh, it's very, very well done. I can't do that. I'm trying to see if I can get your rolls to work. This module's garbage. <laughs> I'm curious, Patrick, now that you've made yourself unconscious, does it unlock that die? No. No. Oh, okay. Hmm. Health is at zero. You're unconscious. Do you need a dying condition? Is that a thing Maybe you can check on your character? A status. I think he already has dying. What do you have here? You have prone. Nope. Okay. Oh, there you go. There now go. roll it. Okay, now do roll. I can do it. See what happens. Let's see. We'll we'll say you pass still because you rolled your thirteen. I just want to see what it does. Oh, you pass, anyways. Nice. Do that. Cool. Okay. Yay. Oh, so that's the trick. So you got to mark yourself you mark as dying. dying. Got to cool. mark myself as dying. Very nice. Okay. Uh, so you pass. You're still unconscious. Um, let's see. So the one that kind of ran away will go five. 
and then he kind of gets to there and has to stop moving and he, he's trying to do so without drawing your attention as, as he's unarmed and, and his spear you know kind of fell back behind the entryway there okay uh do you want me to do some kind of check to see uh, in the heat of the moment have i lost track of him or have i sort of caught him out of the corner of my eye no i think you see him I, it's not that big a room and it's not that tall of of uh heaping pile okay so. uh and then the other one uh will with seeing his his buddy kind of trying to sneak behind you he'll step over here let me get this dead one out of the way all right uh and he will take he'll move up to you and he will Steppy step. Miss. Hopefully. And he glances out. You deflect it with the rapier. And and he comes back with a sweeping strike Oof. to catch you on the backside. And uh maybe again with the magic blue torch, you, you swing it in front of his face and he, he kinda <laughs> he kinda steps back. Uh back to Eldrin. Nice. Uh well, I can't focus on the guy going for a spear. I've got to deal with the guy that's right in front of me, so I am, again, what I'm going to try and do is I don't want to just do the exact same torch move again, so let me see what Kick can some I sand in his face. do. Yeah, maybe what I do is like you know, I, I <laughs> sort of like a hockey puck. I take the torch and I sort of flick a rock towards his head, like I just drag it on the floor and flick it at him. And uh, try and distract him a little bit. Nice. Uh, so again, that's a deception check, which is goading faint to faint deception. Here we go. I'm not bad at this. I gotta 21. say, twenty-one is um, good. Sorry, cool. I just got delivered cake. I'm I'm so sorry. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah. Good dog. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i didn't see the cake it delivered i just saw the dog in the background so i mm-hmm. i have to assume i'm an investigator Occam's wait razor. i'm the I'm inv- it. how is it it's fantastic i'm so sorry that i'm doing this during our show no give but me that like asmr yeah pull the cake out can we see the cake in the camera please get real close to that mic while you eat <laughs> thought you were eating a cake and not an orange <laughs> Oh, that was very generous of you, Patrick. That could have been so filthy. <laughs> Thank you, Patrick, for finally keeping it clean. Okay, sorry. Nice. Is this season is... cake or just cake cake? Uh, cake cake. Birthday nice. cake. Oh, nice. nice. It's birthday. Well, it's the whole thing. <laughs> well, happy birthday oh, okay. to whoever's birthday it was. Is it? Did you get the tattoo for your birthday? Of no. your star on your starfish. Is that green icing on that cake? No. Is it blue icing on that cake? Because mm-hmm. then the starfish is going to be blue later. That's disgusting. All right. We're done with the You're cake. Welcome. All right. You deceive him. So gain another. Pan- uh, you spent your panache. So the one you have marked, you, you get back. Okay, cool. So I've got panache cool. back. Um, which can I add that to myself or do you have to add panache? Well, it's still you there. Can. It doesn't matter. What happens when you right click your character? Uh, I do get the effects, but I let me see. Yeah, which so ones. they're alphabetical. Alphabetical, okay. Persistent, and then you can drag them over. Nice. Okay. It's really nice. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I've got panache. I'm going to go for a finish. So here we go. I'm going for a strike with a finisher. 
Why do anything else? Seriously. Um, nice. Roll nice. that damage. Roll that bean footage. Oh, yeah. What does <laughs> oh, this look God. like? Hell yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I guess it's another one of those things where, like, maybe I flick the rock at its its head and it um it sort of overcorrects and over panics and uh it trips itself and falls backwards and sort of <laughs> lands against the side of a rock awkwardly and snaps its own neck and i'm just kind of like <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah and so the other one the other one sees this and like sees the the other kobold's neck like bit in half and whatever and he just he just nopes he just nopes out of there okay he gone nice so now I might have to. Yeah, you, sh- you should probably take a look at uh, <laughs> at, at the this doctor. door. Uh, no, no, no. There's a door <laughs> down here. <laughs> so you can make someone go unconscious or back from unconscious. I, I believe just by like shaking them. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Recovering. Or you can heal him up and like give him a health potion or, or whatever. But your your treat wounds is spent, so having probably like shaking him and have him swallow a, a health potion is probably prudent. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I I think I would take one of his health potions out of his bag. Yeah, you're gonna t- you're gonna take one of my health potions out of well, my yeah, bag. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not the guy that just. Got beat hey, I I yeeted myself in there, and <laughs> you know Leroy Jenkins did, and I, I think in Pathfinder it's called you oid it. Oi, oi! It was epic killing that one. I just happened to get you know right. Yeah, oi! What's going on here? Love? And then boom, 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 and then you're down. <laughs> I just to be clear. I very clearly said there were four kobolds. Well, just a reminder: I mean, the whole adventure is, is balanced for uh, for more than two players. But I oh, do salute well, the bravery. I'm not pulling I mean, punches. No, <laughs> no, no. That's good. I would not expect you to. Uh, right. So, shall I take one of my health potions real quick? Are you? Am I clearing my conditions? Yeah, and give it a drink. Nice. Tastes like pomegranate. Um, I thought I got rid of unconscious. There we go. Nice. Nice. Actually, all these can go. There you go. There you go. Hell yeah. And how many... What does a minor health potion do? Oh, 1d8 points. That's wonderful. Nice. Hey, that's what a, a six. Hot damn and thank you, ma'am. And I gained the wounded condition, I think. Oh. Yes. So I'm really wanting to... In order to clear that wounded condition... I would like to take a 10 minute break somewhere. So maybe while you're exploring that other room, I'm just going to go sit. I am not even to remove the wounded. You have to rest for 10 minutes and be restored to full HP. Gotcha. Or have someone perform treat wounds on you, but you've received that in the last hour. I received that like four minutes ago, if I remember correctly. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to like, not acknowledge that that just happened. Like I'm gonna pick myself up the up the ground, and, like grab my warhammer and hmm. like wipe the pomegranate juice off of my face, and we're just gonna like. You want to go check the door now? <laughs> why don't Why don't you take the lead for a minute? 
Okay, so what I would do is um, I would very carefully... Can I do this? There we go. That's how I can do it. Nice. Uh, so I could. I would very carefully inspect the door. Okay. And I was just figuring out a way to give myself panache, and I was able to put the effect on the hot bar, and then I'm able Ooh, to... Nice. I don't know... No, I don't know if let me see if I can Patrick, I'm just gonna do a quick test. If I do it Nope, it's still myself, even if I click on you. Okay, so that way I can give myself panache, because I can't do it from the right click. I, oh interesting. I, I didn't see it on the list. Anyway. Really? So yeah, I, I do a very uh, I do a very careful inspection of the door. Um Oh, real quick, give yourselves uh eighty experience point. Nice. We are marching towards level two, baby. Yeah, so like I said. It's a it's a steel door, like okay. a cell, and so it's very heavy. And as you push up against it and you examine it, uh, it is locked. Okay. Um, you could you figure that there's probably a couple ways you could try to you could try to force your way in there, or you mm. could uh, you could try to pick the lock if you have thief tools. Uh, now let me take. I do have thievery, but let me see what equipment I have. Yeah, uh, you need the, a set of thieves' tools if you got them to pick the lock. And I don't believe I do. What I'm going to do is I'm going to search the bodies and see if any of them had a key. Uh, nice. As you look around through the bodies, you find that some of them are carrying dried fish, uh, which Ooh. you presume is, is perhaps stolen from the fishery. But the, the amount of fish that these four kobolds are carrying is, is not... It's not enough to to really get concerned about. So Tamily wouldn't have hired you to to track down this amount of fish. So you think maybe you you know, oh these guys are involved somehow, but <clears throat> they're not the main culprits for sure. You do not find a key. Okay, and then finally I just turn and I'm like, look, Kristoff, I need your your dwarven know how with the good stone. Can you get us through this door? Can you brute force it? Uh, well, you know uh, what? Let me. Yeah, I, I see if you can do that. You said it's a sort of a metal door, Matt. Is that what you said? Yeah, it's like an iron door to a cell. Steel. Steel. Okay. I have, I have a crowbar. Can I use that to assist in my yeah. forcing the door? Yeah. Okay. Um. So I'll tell you what. It's going to be an athletics check, okay. and it'll say 25. Go ahead and roll it, and we'll reduce it. You need a 23 or higher. Okay, I can give myself a circumstance modifier. There you go, do that. Yep, uh, plus two. I can even give myself an item modifier. The plus two on the item modifier, not the nice. circumstance. So it's 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 important because you can only have a modifier from one item, and so if you can get an, a modification from a circumstance and a modification from an item, then you can get both. Is there a way I can? Oh, okay. Hey, Sorry. Oof, oof. Oh. That's probably a broken crowbar. Natty one, baby. Wow. The the bad rolls are back. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Eldrin, do you want to give it a try? Uh, am I able to? I. Hey, you can brute force it if you want. Uh, yeah, I'd give it a shot. Remember, I have a nothing on athletics, so. Hmm. That's sexy. Acrobatics. Um, how how thick are the bars? Oh, um, if you come up with a good enough story, you want to roll acrobatics and you pass, and you come up with a story, I'll let it go. Is there a? Um, no, there wouldn't be a way to unlock it from the inside. That would be stupid. Oh I wait, you no, know, but it's not a jail cell. It's like a 
storage. Um, uh, there's probably not a way to unlock it from the okay. inside. You're right, but uh, maybe you could find something and pass it through the. Yeah. So maybe. Um... <laughs> Do you want that crowbar? <laughs> yeah. Maybe give me a crowbar, and I. I assume the bars go all the way to the roof, the ceiling, the. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I am assuming they're probably not able to slip through it. I'm not that skinny. I was going to say the alternative is you slather yourself up in cobalt blood, strip down and try and go through the, the bars. Look, well, I do have, I want soap. you to, I want you to get in this room. So I'm willing to accept whatever narrative. There just has to be some kind of narrative for how you get into this room. I'm like, you know what we could do? I've got soap. Go back into the other room, lather up. Oh God! We're gonna use go back the, to the tentacle use the, room. Use the magic water. <laughs> use the magic water from the tentacle room to get some lather going. Grease myself up. Uh, yep. Or, um, yeah, I mean the other thing is I could try and you know use a crowbar and you know slither my hand in and see if I could catch the lip of a barrel and pull it towards Ooh. us or something. Tip nice. it over. Nice, nice, nice. Let's just, let's start with that. Okay. What's the most complicated way we can make this happen? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the Rube the Rube Goldberg machine. The door is probably unlocked. Like it's probably uh, no, it's, a, it's, it's a, locked. It's a, it's I was about to say, did we try locked. the door? <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a push instead of a pull. Like <laughs> right, Midvale School for the Gifted. Uh, um, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I, I sort of try and reach through the with his crowbar and see if I can pull a barrel towards us. Uh, roll. Uh, do the oh, just go. do the athletics check, and we'll see what comes up. Nice. Oh, baby. It's going to be a two there. Baby. Nice. Well done. Uh, well so done. critical success. You you pull. Hmm. What is this? What does this look like? <laughs> it's it's going to be a Rube Goldberg machine now. Are you throwing it out real? to the room or are you sort of trying to? No, if you if you have a solution, I'm trying to think through it, too. But um, you're going to find some good stuff here. But I want to know, like, how the circumstances unfold in such a way that, like, you're able to find the one crate or barrel that has all the goodies in it. So, yeah, what I do is I say, like, I'm able to. Uh, oh, wait, we can't ping. Uh, say, like, you know, there's the crates. I snag one of the crates and it's sort of supporting the pyramid. <sighs> And I sort of give it a good tug, and it kind of tumbles everything towards us. Um, and so everything is now just on the other side of the bars, and we can crowbar it. We can smash it with a hammer because I was able to sort of – we can't get to it, but we brought it to us. Nice. And brought it to you, you did, because as the pyramid collapses down um, – one of the the top barrels most of the stuff that spills out is is spoiled food and soiled cloth and all this just gross shit but one of them uh topples in and kind of tucked away in there you find like a pouch of uh 200 silver pieces and a gold ring and mm. a beautiful beautiful sword that seems to emit magic energy in the in the uh its craftsmanship Nice. Uh, so uh, there is a plus one short sword. Nice. So, and I will tell you, mm-hmm. uh, in Pathfinder, like a plus one advantage is is big because <clears throat> with with how the system works, you always want to beat something by ten to get that critical success. So having a plus mm-hmm. one to get closer to beating something by ten is just big. So mm-hmm. uh, that's that's a nice little find. You know what? I'm going to throw shade. None of that week five e shit. 
<laughs> I don't even know what that means, but uh, plus one. Um, okay, so I guess, Patrick, we just split the silver. Yeah, that, that works. Um, um, okay, so you, I'm gonna... you you take the short sword and I'll take the gold ring. Sounds good. Cool. Uh, now, is there a way? Can I drag this over and I want to take 100? And it leaves 100 for you. Perfect. Oh, so, oh my God. Such a good so meal, module. Um, and I will take the short sword. You'll take the ring. Cool. Now, the short sword. Yes. Let me take a look at it. Absolutely. And let me take a look at my rapier. Let me do a little comparison to see if there's something special about the rapier, which it's a finesse weapon. Oh, the short sword is a finesse weapon. That's what I was looking for. Perfect. Perfect. So the way I'm I'm picturing Eladrin like is our Eldrin is like laying a blanket out. He's got his little like jeweler's <laughs> glass. He's like looking at each of the like I'm I'm still like arterial spray is coming out of me at this <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like that's good weight. Ah, that's a good weight. Yeah. I actually do that. I sort of look at it for a second, and this is probably the first time I've ever encountered something of this power. Yeah, for um, sure. And I'm just sort of mesmerized. I'm like, you know, it feels like it should be heavier, but it's not, and it it flows so much more smoothly than my rapier. And I'm really impressed. I'm really sort of sort of taken by just how easy it is to to wield and. Um, and I'm ready to go. Nice, very good. You didn't. You didn't bite the blade. That's the the dwarf in the thing. You got to bite the blade. To see if it's quality. <laughs> That's not how an elf checks the blade. Pansy. I sort of hold it like this and perfectly tuned, perfectly balanced. You're there trying to eat it <laughs> on the tail end of it. As you as you hold up the sword and, and the yeah. reflection of the blue light behind you, you catch another doorway. Oh yes, of course. Let's uh, let's take a look. Yeah, so I make uh, you wanna? You're you're pretty hurt though, right? I'm I'm not feeling great right this second. Yeah. Okay, I'll take uh, the lead on this door. And uh, is it okay to open? Are you asking me? Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, know yeah. If if, if, okay. if something's open and available for you to open, you can just assume that's the case in this module. I mean, okay, it's yeah. so thought out. Like, I have to manually unlock stuff and whatever. Okay. This short hallway has smooth walls of worked stone with a door at the other end. Um, the door at the other, the far end is closed. The floor is tiled with large square stone tiles. And I want both of you to go ahead and roll a perception check. There's arts, and here's Patrick's. Sorry, I just uh, ignored your. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's if you if you can do it in your character sheet, great. Mm. Oh, nice. Uh, Doc, before Eldrin steps forward, you put a hand on his shoulder because you notice something strange about the square closest to the far door. It's as if the the tile were a little loose. And you suspect that it might be trapped. Hmm. I would, I would, Eldrin. Let's let's try some a different take, and I'll like gently push him out of the way, and I'll turn around, and I'll haul over one of the kobolds, mm-hmm. and I'll like throw it down the hallway. 
<laughs> just to see what happens. Nice. I love it. So like you didn't even like try to disable it. Like you're very much trying to enable this thing. And yeah, I mean, it's, triggers. let's just see what it does. Like, I why would it. I? Yeah. So a cobalt comes flying through the air, and then you hear this rumbling, and then all of a sudden these giant stone blocks drop from the ceiling and just splatter uh, the the dead the dead cobalt. So I'm gonna look at Elijah. I'm like, I freaking told you that I've lost three partners to things falling from the <laughs> ceiling. I can't believe you said the things falling from the ceiling, and I damn well knew that there was a trap coming out of things falling from the ceiling. <laughs> like, I fucking told you. Nice. So, <laughs> uh, both of you take eight experience for, uh, nice. I wouldn't well say Roger. disabling the trap, but, uh, triggering the trap and not hey, a win is a win. That's right. <laughs> we take Look, those. We take those. If, if, if there's bodies to be used, we're going to use them. So is it going to like, does it retract up into the no, ceiling no, or something? Like, like, you oh, can it's tell just... it's like a one-time trap. <laughs> good. Good. Nice. So what? As so, as I threw this corpse in there, I remember vaguely. Well, actually, I was unconscious, so never mind. I will. I do not remember seeing the other kobold skip off. Uh, mm. So I will. I was unconscious. All right. Well, that's taken care of. <laughs> Shall we? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And then you know, for a second, I'm like, all right. You know what? Appreciate it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and you know, if you'd fucking drank from the water up there, electric eels would have grabbed your nipples or something. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> just, if I don't trust any of this magical stuff, let's just keep going. All right. And, uh, yeah, so I take the lead and I, I get to the next door. And given the experience I just had, I'm extra careful to search it for any uh, funny business. I'm tempted to go rope up another cobalt corpse just to mm. have it with us. Just sort of hurl it at the door and it bounces <laughs> off and hits the floor. Who's that a cobalt <laughs> to your inventory? <laughs> it's our Swiss Army cobalt. <laughs> uh, can we get a t-shirt, please, of that? It's uh, Swiss Army cobalt. <laughs> Someone take care of that. I don't know yeah. who, who's in charge of that stuff. <laughs> you go see All if right. Journey can come up with something. Hold <laughs> on. Oh, All right. God. So as you open the door, you you scan it over, and it, it seems fine. But as you press upon it, you're checking it over. The door silently glides open to reveal a long room. Nice. Two stone statues of priests stand in the corners along one side of the room, facing. Oi! No, <laughs> I learned. I learned my lesson there. We will not be oying again. They face a towering statue of a man holding out both of his hands palm up. In front of the statue is a stone altar holding nine golden coins. A voice booms out from the sta statue. In my hands, I judge the value of all wealth, raising up whichever is greater. One of these coins is a deception. Find it using only two judgments and receive my blessing. Before I, I go into detail real quick, why don't both of you go ahead and uh, give me a religion check? Mm. Wow, a couple of sinners here. Okay, That's yeah, you have you have no idea who this statue is, mm. but what what the deal is here? is that you suss out that the the puzzle is all of these coins look identical and they each weigh exactly the same 
but there is one of these coins that is completely worthless. So when you place the coins in the statue's hands, it will raise the hand that has a higher value. So if you put four coins in each hand and the right hand contains the fake coin, the statue will raise the left hand. Okay, so you have two attempts to find out which coin is the fake coin. Right. This is classic uh, Die Hard with Vengeance brain teasers. Um, so I think one step is you split them in half and you put one in each hand. So then you know at least which half. Oh, there's the- nine coins. Oh, there's nine. Okay. And you have uh, two attempts. Two attempts. Huh. Well, I mean, I think you put you put five in one and four right. in the other. And then you hope that it's the four. And then you put two and two. And then it's a 50-50 shot. And that's the statistically. Right. You think or. The, um, what's, what's the or? Or I could bite each of the coins because <laughs> we've already established that that's how dwarves find value. Um, Wait, don't you have a. What's only, some of your abilities, Patrick? What did you use to remember on the drunken night? Uh, I believe I used a recall knowledge on that. Um, I thought you had something about notice something odd or something. So I did, but then we had to to do a little bit of, little bit Mm -hmm. of retconning. Um, so we wouldn't die. Yeah. Which really helped guys. Let me tell you. Um, (laughs) so, I mean, I have my forensic medicine, but I doubt that's going to come in handy with this. (laughs) There's no dead bodies. So, uh, Huh. I mean, can I look at the other two statues and see if they're doing anything weird? Yeah, I mean, you look at them and they don't appear to seem to indicate anything. Hmm. So do you think, Patrick, I mean, do you think it's... You hope it's the four and then uh, two and two. No, there's, there's it feels like gotta, there's got to be a better way. There's right? got to be a better way. I feel like we should divvy them up, right? And and do the first test and see where that gets us. But then we'll only have one go of it. Right. Uh, um, I mean, I feel like this is some kind of Aesop's Fable bullshit. Like... You know, it's going to be, do we put our weapon on the table or something? And it's, ah, yes, this is the, you have chosen peace. That's the best option. (laughs) Like some kind of thing like that. Or is this just an actual straight up puzzle? That's just me metagaming though. Um, I will tell you, it's a a puzzle. Okay. There's a solution. And Uh, and the problem with this is that... We're putting our stupidity up on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, really bad with riddles and puzzles, so yeah. this is great. Um, I say, you know, yeet it. We just put five coins in one and four in the other and see see where that goes. Well, so, five, yeah, right. If it's five coins in one, four in the other, if they weigh the same, then we know it's the four. Uh-huh. Or if the four is heavier, we know it's the four. Yeah, I think five and one, four and the other, because then we can. Yeah, we'll we'll sort of know either way. So five and one, four and the other. We'll start with that. So, um, one one second. Mm -hmm. He's got to consult the flowchart. 
No, I'm going to roll some dice over here. Oh, God. And if you reach under your chair, you'll find the actual nine coins that you're going to be weighing. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you'd please summon your uh, significant others, I mailed them nine golden coins. <laughs> uh, they're all nine worthless, but no. Okay. Uh, so let's just say the first five go in the left hand. Sure. And the other four go in the right hand. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, wait a second, fellas. That doesn't work. I'm going to give you a hint here. If, well, I guess maybe it does. But remember, it raises the hand that's worth more value. Right. So if the fake coin is in the left hand, neither hand would go up. I guess that's right. how right. you would know. Okay. That's how yeah, we yeah. would know. Yeah. Uh, the left hand goes up. So the hand with the five coins goes up. Shit. Okay. Well, that's not good. Okay, so now we've got... Uh... Wait, no, that is good, because that means... No, fuck. <laughs> okay, so now we know... Nothing. Well, no, yeah. uh, right, that means all five coins were legit. Or it means four... No, because if it was yeah. four and four, it would be tied. So right. we know it's in the other hand. Right. Okay. So then we take... We get those five, and we put them on the table, and we put two and two from the other hand. Well, let's think about that for a second. Because uh, I was gonna say, what if we did three and one? Mm, I don't know. That's uh, that's I don't like those odds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's just because I'm stupid. So if you put three and one, if the fake one, it, it would still be heavier. It wouldn't matter. Right. Okay. It's not weight. It's value. It's value based. Right. It's value. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. You want to do two and two? Two. I think two and two, and then we just and then we just flip a coin. For, yeah. Okay. So you take two of the coins and two of the coins. Mm -hmm. And the right hand goes up. So you know that the two in the right hand are real. Right. And the two in the left, one of them is fake. So we'll say <laughs> coin one and coin two are what you have left. So I'll take coin one and coin two. I'll uh -huh. turn away from, Alad from Eldrin. I'll do this. And then I'll I'll hold them out to to Eldrin. Which one's got the real coin? Which one's coin one and coin two? Uh, coin one is in left. Coin two is in right. Coin one is in left. Coin two is in right. Okay. Uh. Okay. Can we do like um, like we both have water skins. They both weigh exactly the same. I'm gonna try one more thing because like we can only use the statue twice. Yeah, you've used your statue. So, like, I'm going to open my water skin, actually, before I'm like, hold, please. I'm going to open my water skin, and I'm going to drop a coin in and, like, see if it does anything. And mm. I'll pull it out, and I'll drop it, drop the other coin in mm. and see if it does anything. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure they no, do. Nothing happens. Yeah, one of them's cotton candy, and it disappears completely. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, all right. Um So the question is to Eldrin left or right, right? Yeah, I mean, basically. Two. So two is what? My right <laughs> hand is holding what? Is it the bad coin or the good coin? So you're picking the right hand? Yep. Okay. Um, so you hold up you hold up the coin. And... 
be a great place to fade to black, but it's only nine thirty. <laughs> um, <laughs> See, when he says that, that's definitely the bad coin. I mean, it's the good coin. We lost. We've been punked. Fuck. You fail to yeah. identify the fake coin. All of the coins vanish and reappear in a random order atop the altar. Mr. Altar Statue Man, can we, no can, we play, can we play again? So what I'll tell you is there's a, there's a passageway to your left with the door at the end of it, but mm -hmm. seemingly it appears that you can play again. Do we play again? Uh, so let's, yeah, I don't mind trying again. Let me just, let's just think for a second. Um, so the rules of the game are that we have to, here's, here's the confusion. So we have to identify the fake coin, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And we can only use the statue twice to narrow it down. Mm-hmm. Um, But we know it well. Okay, so I was trying to sort of Kobayashi Maru the rules there a little bit. Uh, okay, yeah. So do you want to do? Let, let me know when you guys want to come up with a new. Oh, nice. I, mean, I, say, I say we do it. What are the odds that it happens the same way, twice? I say we do it exactly the same way. You want to do it exactly the same way? My um. And you pick the same. I think we still say hand number two. <laughs> just Ex hoping. exactly the same way well let's just double can before i'm all for that is there something is there some bit of this logic i'm like you i'm not great at i'm not a smart man um is there something we're missing from the steps is there some bit is of it, deductive reasoning we're missing out on and we could be more efficient before we just jump right in well you know the alternative to this. Oh, right, real quick. Thank God Tamily is not down here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> I, I'm just going to say, thank, you know, we could absolutely, you know, there's the rules don't say that we can't just take all nine coins and trade them in for good coins. Like, hmm. why don't we just take the nine coins and put nine good coins in and say, none of them are bad. I like that. But they, he just made the coins disappear though. Well, that's his. That's his problem. Like, so, Doc, you do that and go ahead and subtract nine coins. The nine coins you place on the altar disappear <laughs> as soon okay. as you set them down. All right, that's and fair. That's, subtract that's, nine that's, coins. That's absolutely fair. Uh, I don't have. Oh, I have one hundred and five silver coins. So, yep. yep, that works. It was worth a shot. <laughs> okay, so the, the statue moves as you guys are like trying all these different methods that aren't working mm -hmm. and instead of sitting there like this it just goes like <laughs> <laughs> like a sonic the hedgehog waiting <laughs> well i'm exactly nice pull i'm waiting for him like he's gonna turn around he's gonna have three cups and he's gonna put the coin under one cup <laughs> like that's that's the second part is this your card like <sighs> so we we know we can figure out which half it's in but is yep. there a second step Mm. Is the second mm -hmm. step, is there a more efficient way to do it than just, mm -hmm. we can always get it down to two, a 50, 50 shot, a 50, 50 shot, basically. Uh, I mean, I still a way like to odds. guarantee your success. 
Right. That's is that's what and that's the Google Die Hard with a Vengeance. The is I that really know. a riddle in Die Hard? I yeah. don't know. There's there's oh, one. There's there so are, many riddles yeah, in that that's one. That's right. That's right. <laughs> there's one with a bucket of water. Um, how do you make them even or something? Um, the five, the five gallon and three gallon. I love that. Yeah. Riddle. And the 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 fox, the sheep, and the hen or whatever <laughs> on the boat. Yeah. Let's see. So you, tr- you drown the fox. You burn the jungle down. <laughs> I think we do have to start by cutting in half. I don't think there's a better opening move. No. Um, Matt, your eyebrows tell me otherwise. I love this. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know I if could, my mom's loving it, but like I, I like, could as a GM, for, I'm loving it. I could sit here for the rest of our session tonight and just do this. Like, this is the kind of thing that just drives me crazy. Um, this is what I love about like you know old school role playing is like puzzles, mm-hmm. traps. Um, yeah, and you don't see a lot of puzzles in the five E stuff I ran. Didn't mm-hmm. have a lot There's of like, not a lot of puzzles. puzzles. Yeah, which yeah. is a shame. I mean, we could always smash his hands and just that. You said the hallway ends. Well, there's a door at the end of the hallway. Oh well, that's not fun. Um, you know what we could do? We have to put only his coins in its hands. You can try to add some more of yours and see what happens. See, I would like, I'd be like, wait, we did this. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because you tried to take all of his coins. No, he added his own coins put to my, the table and they disappeared. Wait, hold on. Well, let me go get another cobalt. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Art, just do it exactly the same way again. All right, so we start. Uh, yeah, you want to just get skip right Hold to on. the, the let coin me, flip? Let me let me pick a coin. Okay, not just gonna give it to you. Is this your coin? Okay, so same thing. Five in. Mm-hmm. Five in the five in the left, four in the right. The hands stay still. Okay, so that They're means it's in value. the it's in the five. Then it's in the five. Fuck. Okay, we can still work with this. Right, so then it becomes three and a two. Yep. Three in the left, two in the right. Okay, uh, three in the left, two in the right. The hands stay the same. Okay, so it's in the three. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you have somehow worsened your odds. <laughs> okay, so what's going to happen is we're going to play it a third time when we don't pick the right coin, and we're going to get it back to where we were. Um, so Okay, so there's one, two, or three just sitting there on the thing. Do you have a lucky number, Patrick? I love, I... I love, I love threes. So okay, we pick three. Yep, we got that shit. Didn't you we? sons of bitches? Like, <laughs> yeah. like so you hold up the fake coin, and like a disgruntled look comes over this stone statue. And the effect of holding up the coin is, oh, did you hear that? No. You hear a noise down the hallway. Hmm. Let me. Did you hear now? Nope. Not quite. Huh. Okay. Did, Anyways, did we, we really get lucky, Matt, or did you take it easy on us for the sake of time? No, you really got lucky. Nice. I flick, I flick the statue off as we walk away. And you see a door open up down the hallway. Nice. And inside, you see all the right shit here. 
The small chamber contains an old wooden chest emblazoned with the symbol of a key. Behind the chest is a massive contraption of gears and pulleys that look like the inner workings of some unseen device. Although the room is dark as you first enter, as you step in, you see tiny shafts of light coming from the wall on the north side. The holes in the wall allow you to peek through into the next room. On the far side of this area is a kobold, apparently standing watch. You can hear fragments of a quiet conversation between it and a few other kobolds out of sight, talking about the boss's new pet and plans for the town above. So, inside the uh, chest, you find a, a single emerald, plus, Patrick, you see, somehow you're able to identify that there's 214 copper pieces, 22 silver pieces, 3 gold pieces, as well as 9 neatly stacked silver pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Recognize the serial numbers? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They have a, they're, a unique yeah, They're all mint. filed off. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a piece of parchment. Mm. That's a scroll mm. of magic missile. Magic missile. Hmm. Nice. You better hold on to that. I don't think either of you can use it. I was about to say, I don't, uh, neither of us are really... Uh, so you still have to be a spellcaster, but how uh, scrolls work in Pathfinder is you can use the scroll without expending a, a spell slot. Nice. Or you can use it without having it prepared as well. So certainly okay. worth, worth some value as well. Cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll grab it. Yep. If nothing else. And oh, hold on. My... Let me add... Uh... <laughs> some coinage to the, the vault. I was so happy when you said that you were going to add your own coins because it's like a, such a little thing. I was like, oh, good. <laughs> no, that's that's fun. That Because that means that there's been a bunch of other dumbasses that came down here. Right. And exactly. put, yeah, there's <laughs> been... Someone was dumb enough to put in three gold pieces or there's... Or an emerald. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, wow. They'll never um, see it coming. Behind you... the chest, you notice a lever protruding from the back of it. And so why don't both of you um, give me a crafting skill check. Oh, and take uh, take 30 points for whoever just, both of you for that 20 that just came across um, for what's about to happen. And then reluctant, begrudgingly take 80 experience for solving the puzzle. So we're taking we're taking 110, 110 each of you. Yeah. Sorry, Patrick. How many experience points do you have? For some reason, mine's at eight. For and I don't know why. Uh, we should have four hundred and twenty-eight. Is what okay. we should be at. Sorry, I don't know what happened with my numbers there. Oh, and we got to split this gold. Uh, so, do you want to grab the emerald and hold on to it? Yeah, sure. That seems dwarvish. Oh, now I'm hearing some. Yeah, yeah so that's the, the conversation you heard in the other room. Do cool. either of us? I mean, I assume neither of us speaks. Uh, no, but cobalt. you did pick up little pieces about the boss's new pet and plans for the. Okay. So, um, the lever, um, mm -hmm. is a lever that apparently controls a some kind of contraption in the next room, and right now it's set to the disarm position. You can't tell exactly what would be triggered or what it does. 
Um, but you can ascertain that you'd be able to set it to the active position if you'd so like. Can we can we tell how many co- uh, creatures are in this next room, roughly? Mm, you hear a few voices, like it, like you can see one, and then you hear some others out of sight. I'll I'll look at Eldrin, and I'll look at the lever, and I'll look at Eldrin, and then I'll look at the lever. <laughs> We're doing this. And then I think I'll just pull the lever. Nice. So some spears shoot up out of the floor. And you just hear something like cry out. Anyways. Yeah, nice. Good. Took care does of that. that. Does that like alert them? Are they do they know that the lever is in this room? No, they don't because the room you stepped into is like was behind a stone wall. Like it I guess I should have specified that a little bit better. The okay. room how you came in was like a hidden door that you sussed together. If you had not passed the puzzle, you would not have found this room. Okay. Second question, follow up question. Mm-hmm. How how like the shafts of light that we can see in there? Yeah. Are they like crossbow bolt sized? Uh yeah, I, I think so. I don't think you can see anyone else now. So the 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 cobalt you saw mm-hmm. is the the one who like was standing on the trap when you activated it, and nice. he's gone. Okay, he's dead. So, well, that's one less cobalt. Yes. What I will say. And this is going to be a spoiler for the puzzle, so don't listen if you don't want to know the spoiler for the puzzle. The solution to the puzzle, you lucky bastards, hmm. was to divide the piles into three. Oh. Okay. So you put three in each hand, and if the hands don't go up, you know that the fake coin is in the other three. Right. Then, with whatever pile you suss out as the one with the fake one, you take two of the three remaining coins and put those in the hand. And that'll, if those stay the same, you know what the fake coin is. If one goes up, you know what the fake coin is. So, right. Mm. So, there is a way to absolutely do it. Yeah. Yes. And I did, you did the, you know, just for, I didn't just give you, (laughs) yeah, but three was the the one on the the next time around. So, you really nice. nice. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, statistically, we were going to hit it. Yeah, I, well, if you, taken... if you kept going the statistically route, I was going to be like, an hour has gone by, and you just consistently <laughs> fail. <laughs> You're just terrible. Yeah. 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 Would have been fine. I would have kept, the dwarven pers- persistence would have kept going. <laughs> it's what getting will... dark outside. We're going to go upstairs now. Yeah. What I will say, just because of, of what's ahead, um, I'm going to say that your treat wounds ability has passed. If if you okay. want to take a look at yourself there, Patrick. Yeah, I think I'll uh, I'll pull Just, the old fishing line out and do the uh, do the thing. Uh, nice. I'll uh, I'll look at Eldrin and shake my head ever so slightly and say, "Uh, more scars." <laughs> uh, I gotta. Where's my medicine roll? Da, da, da. I, you know the symbols just aren't like. Uh, there we yeah. go. That's oh, a nice. lots of lots of rolls. Did you get a twenty? Okay, so that's a normal check or a normal pass. So you'll recover two d eight hit points. 
Nice. Two, two, and wounded eight. is removed when you do a treat wounds roll. Nice. And here are 2d8. Not that's, bad. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Give me the 17 of eight of 19. That's pretty tasty. Very good. Okay, so you you hear some chattering, um, but it, it seems to be quiet as as you step back in the hall. And there there's a door in front of you uh, now to your right. Are you proceeding forward? Yeah. Um. You're uh, how how healed up are you, Patrick? Do you want to take the lead again? As yeah, yeah, I'll take the lead. On, okay. Yeah, shield shield up, warhammer out, and uh, Patrick, oi, you did oi, equip, oi at the ready. You did equip the shield, right? Yes. Thought I did. Uh, yeah, no, I've got a shield HP thing in from when I. Oh, yeah, shield I, H. Yeah, look at that. Oh, so good. Yep. Shields up. You can call me Doc Lionface now. Hmm. Yeah, we need to remember to use that because um, we did not, <laughs> uh, but we will next time, uh, which is fine. So the door opens with a creak, revealing a massive chamber that looks like an audience hall. At the far mm. side, to your right, mm-hmm. you step in. A broad set of stairs leads up to where a throne might once have been. Pillars support the high ceiling, and the rune tatters of once decorative banners still hang from them. A decorative tile pattern centered in the middle of the room shows through the grim coating on the floor. And of course... Tangled in the, the spears here in the center of the room is a kobold. And now you see on the far end of the room uh, two kobolds. Should be able to see them now, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Faintly, but yes. And that is where we will fade to black. Nice. Very nice. A, a, a real quick question yeah. about the table. Are they aware of our presence or is he? Uh, you both, I'm always assuming you're still doing the. Um, Cautious. Cautiously yeah. approaching. So we'll we'll take off there. We'll do some uh, perception and kind of check it against uh, their natural or sorry, sneak against their natural perception. Uh, okay. And you might, you might get a, a jump on them here, but also they probably were looking at the guy in the spears. So I, I don't like mm. your odds of sneaking in here. Right. Um, but that's, uh, we'll, we'll cover that next time. Nice. Um, just because it's, uh, do you see, like, when you hover over them, do you see, like, their names? No. Okay. I didn't know if, like, any no. information popped up about them. Okay. So what I will say is that one of them is, one of them looks like the kobold you met in the other room. But one of them like has like all these like traps and chains hanging off of its like he's like wearing them like a, like a suit, um, hmm. and he he is a little bit nastier looking, and he's holding a he's got a spear strapped to his back, he's got a sword in his hand, he's got these chains dangling from him, and the, these traps laying around, and so he uh, he looks a little bit more intimidating, and bigger, and stronger than the the other mm, one okay very nice this is so let me i, I want to say two things um sure. if you'll allow me i have played some osc 
Uh-huh. I didn't love it. And I'm starting to realize it's not the the style of adventure I didn't love. It's just I think it's more the rules that didn't click with me because mm-hmm. sort of, you know, dungeon crawling here with this rule set has been a lot more fun. And I don't know if, mm-hmm. what that says about me or anything in particular. The other thing I wanted to ask you, Matt, like this is a crunchier system. Yeah. I have run crunchier systems in VTTs, and that was the only way I really could have done it realistically. I'm speaking specifically of Columbia Games' Harn. Mm-hmm. Without the very well-done Foundry module, I don't know if I could have really... I don't know if I would have tried to tackle it. Do you find the quality of this VTT is just a nice perk that's cool to use, or are you finding its completeness or whatever adjective you want to use actually aiding you in running a crunchier system so let's start with the second one a lot of it is the fact that we're running menace under otari because i'll be interested to see if kingmaker has the guidance what's great for me as someone who's flipping through these books i don't retain all that i'm not going to pretend to be like someone who can read through a rule book once and know everything that pathfinder does the great thing about what I'm seeing in Foundry on my end is I get to see all the like rules refreshers and links to go check. Here's how to do this kind of role. And so like normally I'll have like like cheat sheets up or whatever, whatever free resource I can find on the internet. And I don't have to do that. And so I don't know if that's what every Pathfinder Foundry module is going to look like. Um, but it is certainly the quality of the module is helping me one learn the system and then keep it what i think is like relatively smooth where yeah i've i've had to look up um like i have like a summary here of death and undying stuff that i can reference to and then like i I was looking up how to rest in in this game which requires overnight it's different than uh uh, D. like i gotta look that stuff up but it i don't have to look up everything now because this is the first time all of us are playing Pathfinder Second Edition, and so there's no one to like guide us and kind of be like, "Oh yeah, this is how you do that." And so uh, mm-hmm. it's super helpful. Cool. Nice. And so to the first one, Patrick, have you played OSC, Patrick? Have you played Old School Essentials? No, I have not. It's a very simple system, right? Um, mm-hmm. Right, Art. I, that's my understanding. Is it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's, streamlined. Yeah, it's extremely basic. It's extremely deadly and. At the early levels, you're extremely incompetent. That okay. was my gut impression of my experience. So why do you think the difference is? Do you think that the crunchiness is helping the dungeon crawl? Because I don't always love dungeon crawls either. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it's a couple of things. Because the dungeon crawl is, is three basic things, right? It's like puzzles, traps, fights. Yeah. Um, and what I am seeing... so. OSC, because it's so stripped down, like your thief basically has, it's interesting, thief skills are a percentile dice, even though the rest is Mm -hmm. like a d20. Hmm. And you're terrible at it. So, you know, you're rolling, trying to get under a 15 or under, you know. So the chances of succeeding at an early level are are next to zero. And, you know, you get hit once and you're dead. And And I think people like that. But what I found was that, um, you know, what's the point of us having a session zero and coming up with, uh, mm-hmm. you know, case logs and all that if we can get hit in one shot and killed? And so I feel like this is allowing us to do other things 
within the system, like, you know, Panache or, you know, Patrick's being able to heal himself or back in the day, mm-hmm. sort of detecting that strange clue. Like, so I, I think it's giving us a lot of different things. It's, it's making a focus on there's going to be more than just combat. Yep. Uh, even if you're using it in a combat sense, like, you know, getting ideas of how to approach a target, you know, you know, and so I, I feel like it's, I, I think part of it is this, it's not as simple. Um, but I mm-hmm. also think that allows us to have more options. And I find that a lot more interesting. I just didn't find OSC very interesting. We just marched room to room and then, you know, all your attacks are kind of the same. And maybe yep. that's true here. I don't know. I panache, stab, panache, stab, but I've got to come up with a way to panache. So maybe even though the mechanics might be the same, the procedure is not literally identical. I don't know. Well, maybe that's, you know, stuff we should all be saving. Doing saving combat, boost. which you guys have started using, but even like a recall knowledge, I'll remind you guys, if you don't know like what a creature's weakness is and you're curious, like what is a zombie's weakness? What is a skeleton's resistance? You can do the recall knowledge check. And if you you succeed, maybe not always like maybe against the big bad. I'm not going to tell you like this big bad is weak to stabs in the left foot, whatever, you know, but like you, you can still discern something. If it's like a rat or something, I'll tell you, like, you know, that if you hit it with fire, it's going to, you know, um, there's still, cause that's the same thing that happens in D and D, even if like you're a caster or something, you're still doing the same thing. And maybe it's an illusion of choices in Pathfinder, but the fact that you have that menu of options of, I can do 30 different things in combat. Right. I'm still only going to probably panache and stab and hit you with my hammer or right. do your um, your swap out your dice roll Patrick right. to start. But you still have the option to do these other things. And that, I'm always like a sucker for that. Yeah. Anyway, so I feel like these could be all like expanded upon in damn fine coffees at some point. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Well, that's going to do it for us tonight, folks. We will be back next week. We had a slight interruption with the, the order of things because we left off in combat that ended up, ended up not mattering. Patrick <laughs> and I switched weeks. Uh, we'll be back with Call of Cthulhu Modern next week with Patrick at the helm. Some scr- nice. scratching our favorite Scottish characters. I'm sure we'll make a return <laughs> appearance. Oh, yes. How many parcels can we deliver to the tea shop slash library slash? Yeah. <laughs> I will say the sh- I did watch the short today. Oh my god, so of, funny! Of you losing your shit. And... Watch it like three times. It's oh, so it was good. so good. So uh, yeah, Matt, gird your loins. The accents are coming. Yeah. So we'll be back next week. Uh, If you're listening to this show, uh, yeah, go ahead and check out our YouTube channel. Like and subscribe. We throw up shorts and uh art's been doing some some plays i've been playing some dark souls 3 that i need to get over on youtube but we do some twitch stuff and if you're watching this on youtube don't forget you can catch our podcasts on uh wherever you listen to podcasts uh we're on twitter we're on blue sky all of that stuff if you're enjoying the show spread the word did i forget anything uh just black lodge rpg on blue sky and twitter yeah 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 awesome all right folks we'll be back in a week enjoyed it thank you everyone this is great take care guys